guys, welcome to Anshin's Gaming Podcast. Today, we are going to look at some of the most weirdest accessories that have come to video games. This isn't really particular when it comes to, like, Nintendo, Sega, Next Generation, whatever. It's not a list, it's my very own opinion. The first one up on the market, it's not going to be one. It's not one. It's going to be actually two different items. Sega lived so hard off the Genesis because of how powerful it actually was. So they created the Sega CD, add on to it, to try breaking into the CD world to give it more pizzazz. And also, the Sega 32X. I know that these are two different styles of, quote, consoles, but I feel that they belong together as they are both add-ons and there are certain games out there that you needed the 32X and the CD to play certain games. The amount of money people have purchased just to keep up with the video game revolution was absolutely incredible. And the diehard Sega fans were willing to spend that much money just to play video games. It is absolutely incredible. I know you have the the Genesis and then you can play like the CDs with the movies, the interaction. Then the 32X is supposed to be even better. Think about it. You spent upwards of six to $700 on three pieces. Like, it, it baffles me away. Then later on, the Sega CDX comes out where you could do... Th- all that, like, it's so frustrating. Oh, all right. Another useless piece of accessory are those kind of like pads that you could hook up to the PlayStation 1, uh, the Nintendo. Like you had track and field for Nintendo, and you could run and spot, play the games. Or you can play Dance Dance Revolution. It, I had it. It took up a lot of space. It was fun. The only issue that probably arose from this was the noise that it created. Every time you stepped on it, it sounded like you were stepping on, like, five plastic bags. Like, it was just annoying as heck and, like, super loud. We seriously did not need that particular product. I don't care. I know you could play video, like, video games at home where you could take the arcade, like, Tekken, Cruisin' USA, Daytona, and play it. You need the actual platform that could handle 
the pain, the beating. That's just my opinion. The next one that should have never existed was the Sega. I'm going to absolutely butcher this name. Activator. So what it is, it was basically like an octagon that you sat up in your living room. And it was kind of like an early version of, uh, what is it? The, the Connect, where anytime that you moved your body over the sensors within the plastic octagon, the Genesis will pick it up and use that as the controller. I really do believe that they were trying to get into the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter mode. So, you know, you can kick, you can punch, you can do all that stuff. In reality, though, if you think about it, you're limited on what you can do. Yes, you probably could move forward, could move back, but how are you supposed to use the ring to do specials like the uh, spear, the freeze ball, so many things. And there was a lot of people that were pissed off. At the same time, you can actually see that Sega was trying to get ahead of themselves, trying to grab that uh, upper hand in the video game market. They want to be the leader, which I actually have no issue with that. Another one that should have never existed was the NES laser scope. I have always seen this, but really, that's it. Like, I've never heard of anybody hearing about it. Uh, having it at home. It was just kind of one of those things where parents probably looked at it and says, yeah, no, you're not going to get that. That looks absolutely pointless, useless. Everything that you could more or less imagine. Just kind of like the Power Glove. There were sure a lot of people when it came to the Power Glove that they took, they took a look at it and said that it was cool. You could uh, ride on Rave Racer with it. You have the future of different style video games. Then you, until you talk to the actual people, and they'll tell you that it never worked for the games. It was hard to use. It was pointless. Ed. With all the reviews that you can actually see online, that is absolutely 100% true. Another Super Nintendo object that should have never been created was fun at the time was the Super Scope. There was a guy that I know, he had one, and yes, at the time that it was created, it was so much fun to play the games that it, you're supposed to be played. Of course, you know, you had Duck Hunter and the little gun 
that he had, it was, it was fun, but really annoying. But the Super Scope took it one step farther for being so much more fun. The difference between the gun and the Super Scope is the Super Scope would take the little pixel on the TV and use that as basically the impact of where the but like the gun would be where the with the gun it was a lot bigger white square and yeah apparently you can't use a super scope with newer TVs you have to go get one of the older ones and you know some positive some negative Another one that should have never been created was the Era Interactor, which was a vest that you would wear. And when you wear it, if you got hit in the front, you would feel it. If you get hit in the back, you'd feel it. There's little motors throughout the whole entire vest that when you hit it, it vibrates. You know where it is. The people who actually play it, or like used it, it got to the point where it was nothing that great. Just to sum it up, they said that the vibration level was very, very, very light and you could you could feel it, but nothing too extraordinary. The vibration of controllers of today probably would be a heck of a lot stronger than what they were like i don't know when it comes to any of these products i've never owned any except for the pad and even that like taking it putting it down stepping on it I just said forget it and I threw it in the trash. It was absolutely not worth it. But each of their own, I guess. Well, you guys, if you head over to bio.link forward slash tangents gaming, you will find all the information you need to contact me, things like that. Follow me on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and so much more. Make sure you like, follow. Tangents Gaming 189 across all social media platforms. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Oh, yeah. By the way, we do have a Patreon page. I will put the dis- link in the description below. I just started it. I already have one member, which is awesome. And yeah, until next time, I'll talk to you later. And if you have any questions or comments, tangentsgamingpod at gmail.com Talk to you later.